It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Jota, Dundalk and Cavan. Order your new 221 Renault today from our extensive Renault range. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie. You're very welcome to Friday Afternoon's Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. We have a packed claw for you over the next couple of hours. And we're starting today, well, with beans. <laughs> yes, believe it or not, we're going to chat about, well, more than beans. But I don't know whether you copped the story in the news the last couple of days where a, a guy in Dublin went into a restaurant and he paid €12.95, euro, 5 cents five cent short of €13 euro for a fried egg on one slice of toast with a handful of beans. twelve ninety five. What do you think? Hey, Louise, you know, I was doing a little bit of calculating here. Um, small tin of beans, 50 cent, and you probably could buy them cheaper. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. In multi-packs or whatever. Eggs, I get me a dozen from the egg machine for three euro. So 25 cent for an egg, let's mm-hmm. say. And they're lovely eggs. And a slice pan, 175 with what, 20 slices, 10 cent for the slice. Am I being reasonable there or unreasonable, do you think? Yeah. Reasonable. I, reasonable. And if you add in, I know they've had a really tough time over the last two years being closed and all yeah. that. So give them a bit of leeway yes. to try and get a little bit of profit of going. Of and energy has gone through the roof Heat and staff. And staff. I understand but all that. still, it's a little bit hefty, It is. It? Rent for buildings, etc. So if you add hours up, allow and say, look, 20 cent for the beans, 25 cent for the egg is 45 cent and another 10 cent. You'd probably do it for 50 cent, to be honest with you. You could cut it if you wanted. Jeez, you'd feed a lot of people for the 12.95, wouldn't you? Yeah. You I certainly don't would. Don't think he was full of beans. <laughs> <laughs> certainly not. Certainly not. I, I, he thought he'd get two eggs. <laughs> Let me so yeah, bad. When you look at the picture, though, like most places, if you went into and ask for beans and toast or whatever, you'd get at least two slices of toast. Yes, you, you would. Know. You would. There's no doubt about that. That's sad. That's it was a bit measly, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, I suppose, should he have checked the cost before he ordered? Yeah, or? we were just talking about that. Like, if you go in and you pick up a menu, it's there in front of your face. Mm. So, he was saying he asked for an egg on top of it. So, he might have just said... Beans and toast. But could I get beans and toast and an yeah. egg? And maybe, like... He didn't question, say, how much how much would it be because yeah. he didn't think it would be that much. Yeah, oh, listen, we'll have to give him the benefit of, of mm. the doubt on this one. But look, if you're listening to us today, what do you think? Twelve ninety five for an egg, a slice of bread, and a few beans on a plate. Uh, anyone tell us where they'll get it cheaper? Have you paid more? Have you ever 
paid an extortionate amount for something that you were caught on the hop with, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. We always do on Late Lunch. 086-1800-658. You can WhatsApp or text me or if you want to call in, it's 4198 32000. Standing by on the line is a young man going places with his restaurant business. He began in Black Rock. He expanded into Dundalk. It's beautiful. They do wonderful food at Cafe Rock Salt. And Daniel McLaughlin is the man churning it out. Hello, Daniel. Hi, Jerry. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Not at all. You're a great guy. And I say again, you won. You run wonderful businesses with terrific food and you have a huge loyal following. Well, listen, I'll put it to you. Do you do eggs and beans and toast? <laughs> we certainly do. It's my favourite topic, talking about beans, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> We're all full of hot wind going in the wrong direction. Don't mention it. Anyway, go on. What, what do you make of this twelve ninety five? Would you think yourself it's a bit over the top? Or could you see in any way that amount being justified? Ah, Jesus, I can't see in any way that being justified for, for basic eggs and, eggs and toast uh, with some beans on the side. I mean, like... Uh, I hope it's not one of my friends' cafes now in Dublin that we're talking about. But, um, anonymous, anonymous. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a bit, uh, it's, a, it's a bit steep, all right. If you if you look at the price in Roxall, I suppose we do our own sourdough bread and we do we do poached eggs and toast uh, at five euro. Um, mm. That's our menu, and then it's one fifty to add on, you know, beans or sausages or anything like that. So uh, you'd be talking about six fifty max that you'd be you'd be charged for that, you know. But that is substantial. Your sourdough is substantial. And there's two slices, I know, of that as well. Are you talking about two eggs or a single egg? Oh, two eggs. Oh, no mess. And there you are. No, two no. sourdoughs, two eggs, and all the beans you can eat. I think that's very decent. Yeah, like, that's 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 normal. Look, there is, there's definitely prices going up everywhere, Jerry. It's, it's, it's kind of inevitable, I suppose. And I can imagine rents and commercial rates and everything in Dublin are probably sky high as well. But... Mm. That's still uh, it's still a very good profit margin on that. I, I can imagine. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of money, and and you're right. You are talking about city in the centre where uh, you know yourself rents and everything. We give them that as well. Are far more expensive, but you would say there's there's a good slice in that. Forgive the pun for the owner. Oh, absolutely, jeez, I couldn't uh, I couldn't justify selling eggs and beans anything over anything over six fifty anyway. I, for for me, never mind bloody twelve, you know. Even in you know, uh, even with the bourgeoisie in Blackrock Village, you know what I'm talking about. They wouldn't even accept that. Not a chance. No, really. Don't think so. Don't no. Think so no, no. I'd say you'd be you'd be slinging your your hook quick enough. But look, in in, in a general sense, uh, you know, the business Louise mentioned it there. Moving on from this, how are you getting on? I just wanted to touch base you because we've talked a couple of times since you set up there and you've been hit left right and center with this pandemic yeah we certainly have we've gone through a challenge in uh, certainly two years i suppose in in business but look i think if we can overcome come that we can overcome anything you know certainly we've we've been we've adapted very quickly and we've changed a lot of things around um and you know we've actually grown from it uh, we opened a new coffee dock there in felda um, spa just last week we've also last year we, we did all the players food for Dundalk Football Club and mm. um, we looked at Royal Park last year as well um, through this as well which is a great great contract to get and on the back of that now we're looking after the, the loud setup and the senior players there doing all the meals for them and stuff so we've we've found other opportunities and other ways to grow and work and to be fair, since June, I suppose both cafes have come back with a bang uh, since everything kind of started to reopen in the later part of the year last year. So 
Um, we've been very fortunate. We've been very lucky, and we've been, I suppose, blessed with the with the team that we have. And the majority of all all stayed with us through it, and we've we've been able to look after them. And we've we've had to hatch operating both in Blackrock and Dundalk, and. Um, you know, we've been able to, to muddle through it, you know. Mm. So even when you were closed, you were still doing food, you were opening up new avenues for yourself. And, and that is fantastic to hear. Um, you know, we're heading into now into the third year of this. And by God, when you think of it, you opened, you know what I mean, at the start of this. And hats off to you for that for that as well. Um do you find with people, you know, when when you are open and people can come in and sit and, and be in the place, are they very pernickety about, you know, uh, the rules and regulations and making sure, you know, that you, I take it you check that people have their, their uh, COVID stuff on that? Yeah, absolutely. Like we're fully compliant. We're doing everything that everything that we should be doing, and we're doing it to the best of our ability, and and even more so. Um, we're trying to space out tables and yeah. we're checking COVID certs, and everybody's wearing masks coming in, and the team are all wearing masks, and we're trying to keep everybody as safe as as we as we possibly can, you know. Mm. Um, but there is look, there's there's some customers who and walk straight in, don't really don't really mind and just trust that we're doing the right things, I suppose, and will won't bat an eyelid tense and then there's other customers who kinda of rightly so feel a little bit nervous and just want to make sure that everything's everything's handled properly and stuff like that. So um I suppose it's the nature of the beast at the moment. Um and it's another kind of I suppose managerial kind of headache. Um mm. Trying to keep everybody happy and and safe, and you know it goes goes what I say in the team first, and then obviously customers and everything coming in as well. Like it goes hand in glove, really. You know, uh, there's Lily onto us to say, and she makes a good point, Daniel. While you're there, well, Jerry, I think that's a total rip off. You'd actually expect to pay that for two people, the twelve ninety five, and you will if you go to Cafe Roxall. That's for sure, Lily. <laughs> that's what yeah, it costs you. You, you, you certainly would. That's you a good a point. More, you got a lot more for your money with us anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a that's a full uh, that's a full dinner meal price really or, yeah. or substantial lunch price you know yeah what about the breakfast come back you know us and the full Irish as they call it you know and you do variations on it and of course you mentioned to add on the sausage or the bacon or whatever you can't beat a really nice fry up can you Daniel no absolutely not yeah we 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 kind of do our own farmers fry up here in rock salts uh, we make our own homemade beans and serve with sourdough bread and we do like a a red pepper relish and kale and uh, your poached eggs your sausage your bacon your puddings and everything um and for 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 all that i think it's i think it's 1095 we charge for that at the moment you know mm. uh, you know, come back to this because i'm doing a little more on beans in a minute your own beans tell us about that how do you make them what do you do yeah, so we actually get um we actually buy in a different different types of beans. So we've got haricot beans, um, pinto beans, um, we make our own kind of slightly spiced tomato sauce fresh in the kitchen as well. So that's uh, it's kind of our our own take on on your on your classic uh, baked beans, you know that kind of way. Yeah, so you can add to that different flavours or whatever. Not, you know, we're, we're, I'm going to be talking about that, you know, your standard tin of beans uh, exactly, that you buy in the yeah. shop. Oh, by the way, while you're with me, I want to ask you this because I'm about to reveal something in a little while. If you, you know, the baked beans, the tins of baked beans, what's your favourite beans? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Um, I, mine is definitely Heinz anyway. All right, so 
Yeah, that's good to know. Thank you indeed. I just wanted to, I'm writing that down as I sit here. Yeah, Heinz <laughs> Beans, number one for Daniel McLaughlin from yeah, Rock Salt. I've done plenty of interviews, Jerry, but I've never been asked. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. There you go. You see, you'll remember this one today that I put you on the spot. And I did put you a little bit on the spot with the beans there, but I'm glad you came out. So Heinz Beans, number one for Daniel uh, McLaughlin. <laughs> that's good to hear. Anyway, listen, you're a great fella. Thank you for joining us. I know it's a busy time of the day there for you. I wish you could continued success in all that you do and well done to you and thank you for joining us to give us your opinion on the 12.95 for the egg the slice of toast take care of yourself not at all bye 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 that's Daniel McLaughlin there a great young guy a really great young guy now Beans let me see what you have to say I have lots of messages coming in here to me Uh, I don't know what I'm doing I'll get to them in a minute I'm trying you know me, Louise, and technology. I'm after bloody well pressing something on the phone here. And don't ask me what's going on. It's just ticking the bloody things. Will you just open for me? Oh, I'll go back to it in a minute. There's more messages there. I'll come back to it. <laughs> um, somebody in the WhatsApp. I'll, I'll jump in there, Jerry. Oh, have you, have you, yeah, have have you, you, have you got the WhatsApp? Will you help me, please? I'm sinking here. So I am. I'm sinking. Help me. Go on, go on. Uh, one chap just uh, WhatsApped us um, wanting to know, was he a bachelor called Heinz? <laughs> <laughs> an ironic one there for sure uh, and talking about bachelors were you watching first dates yeah uh, I was see heartbroken our man? I was heartbroken did you see Seamus yeah he was brilliant wasn't he yeah and, and the Australian lady and, he oh, met and he, he paid met. for her dinner he bought her flowers. flowers he was just a pure gentleman but he was very funny He d- uh, and I don't would it be fair in saying I don't think she had much interest in him really from early on no you know when they when they came to meet back again um, you know and asked them would they meet mm-hmm. again as friends isn't that what she said yeah we'd meet as friends but nothing else and really. then he could just see him the back of him going walking down the, the street on his own with his hat and oh just, yeah Aw. yeah it was sad wasn't it it was sad but uh, anyway well done to him for appearing yeah, on the show and I'm sure he's done himself no harm there's love out there for our Seamus somewhere that is for sure I also had a, I watched The Apprentice last night the, the first episode of it uh, The New Apprentice mm-hmm. with Sugar and I have to say again watching it I wouldn't have fired hey you're fired I wouldn't have fired the fella he fired that's just my mm. opinion uh, but uh, do you know what it, here's all these high flyers Louise they're booking useless why? oh they're useless they cut they, they made a horse's collar oh, they were given the task last night to develop a marketing, cam- a marketing campaign for a new cruise liner have you saw this ship it was unbelievable Oh my God, Louise, they were just so bad. They were so bad. I'm saying, Sugar was saying, what have I got here? What kind of a gang of clowns? Anyway, sure, it is entertainment and that's what really, you know, attracts you in to stay with it and watch it. And was it the the first series in two years? Yes, yes, there was nothing. This was, and Um, normally it's before Christmas. Right. Yes. So we hadn't got 2020, 2021, but it's great to have it in, you know, January's yeah. lean times, mm. you know, television and that as Perhaps well. It's great to, to have it to look forward to. Was yes. there any difference? Did they change the format or anything? No, no, no. exactly the same. The same format. It, it's really good and, and, and it's proven. You know what I mean? It's proven. But I'm looking forward to following it. There will be somebody, some will emerge, of course, and you can see one or two there. The Irish lad. Lunch Apprentice. <laughs> you, you can be Alan Sugar. <laughs> oh, I love to. I see that. You're fired. Oh, that's a. Uh, you're in my lifetime. You say that to me at least once a week. <laughs> Stop giving away your secrets <laughs> on air, please. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I'll tell you, you've said it a few times to me too, I can tell you. It worked both ways. Anyway, you're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. And when we come back, it's been a long time in the making, but we're going to count down on the GK Best Beans chart. Just see their sign of the times, uh, the Monaster Boy saying Dunnigan's closed for, I think, the next 10 days or so, at least because of COVID issues with staff. So, you know, I know there's a big following around the northeast and many people go there, but Dunnigan's is closed for the foreseeable future. I just see it there on my social media feed. Hopefully it'll be open again soon. Um, now, back to our beans uh, on late lunch today. And look, at just the context is, you know this, Louise, about a year, it is a year ago, isn't it, Christmas time, I opened beans and there was nothing but sauce in the tin. And then we decided to taste beans, you know what I mean? Taste I, I, challenge. A taste challenge. And what is your favourite baked bean? So I went off, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven varieties of beans from different uh, multiples and I tasted them and I ranked them. God knows it's taken me this long to get back to it. But better late than never. You see, that's why she pointed the finger at me and said, you're fired. You should have done this a long time ago. Anyway, Miss Walsh, will you hit the music for the GK Best Beans chart, please? Yes, coming in at number seven on the GK Beans chart today is the Aldi Everyday Essential Beans. At number six this week, we're staying with Aldi and it's Bramwell's nice bean, I have to say. At number five, we go to Lidl and it's the Newgate beans from Lidl. I like them, but number five is where they are this week and they're staying at number five. Into the top four and it's to Tesco for their own brand beans. I like these beans. They're heading up there in the charts, but just not in the top three. At number three in my chart this week, it's the famous Irish bean Bachelors. Number three coming in. Ah, you can't beat them. They're always in the top three and they're in mine as well. A big surprise, a new entry at number two this week. It's Dunn's own brand beans. Yes, they're in at number two. It'll only take a little push and they could be in the number one spot. But your number one this week in the Baked Beans chart. Jerry Kelly, late lunch LMFM, is Heinz Beans. They're number one, the Heinz Beans all the way. And yes, I agree with Daniel McLaughlin. You just can't whack the Heinz. They're the best of all. Yes, your beans chart at the beginning of 2022. Enjoy. Yes, Louise, there it is. Heinz Beans. Was <laughs> I thrilled when Daniel McLaughlin said it was number one? Ah, jeez, I was thrilled. Beans I- means Heinz. A million housewives every day <laughs> pick up a tin of beans and say beans means Heinz. <laughs> ah, yes, you can't beat them. Heinz Beans are number one for me, Louise. What about yourself? I like Heinz. It'd be Heinz or Bachelors. Okay. So Either or. They're your top two mm-hmm. there. Do you know what the real surprise for me was? Yeah, you're number two. The Dunn Store's own brand beans were absolutely gorgeous. Mm. They were, I have to say. Now, look, I won't run down any of them at all. They all have their own merits. That's my personal preference. But I could always tell Heinz beans, to be honest with you. There's just something about them. They have a distinction. But in our home... Is it just the tanginess or the thickness or the sauce? Oh, just the, the sauce, sauce and, and the texture of the bean as well. Now, uh, herself mm. at home, no. Number one for Miriam is bachelor's beans all the way. Wouldn't yeah. have Heinz beans. So we have to have two, like everything else. <laughs> 
one for and, you and one for me. <laughs> and we were just talking yesterday and it's something that I'd always, I'd never go on brand with beans yeah. for some reason. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there you go. Duns, you were saying, nope, try them. Yeah, try them. I encourage people to try them. What's your favourite bean? We'd love to hear from you. you. want to let us know today. 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text us to the show. Jerry, go to the Golden Grill in Dunshockland. Get a full breakfast. Tea and toast. 9.50. It's absolutely lovely and value for money. There you are. That's for the full works now, Louise, there. You know mm. what I mean? And where's that uh, Dunshockland, was it? Dunshockland. Yeah, Dunshockland. Which is near t- Dublin, like you think it'd be. Yeah, yeah. Higher prices yeah. as well. But, you know, I'm just thinking, when, when we... God, I hope I get back again to go to see Arsenal play in London. As you know, I do follow them. And we I'd go over a couple of times a year with my good friend Joe Grennan. And when we touch down at the airport, be it Luton or uh, Gatwick or wherever we go into, and we catch the uh, the train, first stop when we go in, Joe, let's find the greasy spoon, he'd say mm. to me, for the beans and the toast and the, and the, and the fry up as well, you know. Uh, but uh, you can't beat it. I think a breakfast is a lovely thing and beans certainly add to it. Some people don't like them with their... No, you know, some people on don't. Their, ...on their plate at all. I understand that fully. But Messy or something. Some pe- it depends if you get yeah. tomato ketchup with it or something. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, anyway, we have a request. I saw a request in there. Yeah, a big request today for Neve Riley. Oh, Very happy birthday. I'm and we... Do you know her? Yeah. Do you know and Neve? Do you, do you know Neve absolutely adores listening to you, Jerry? Does she? She tells her husband you're her radio boyfriend. <laughs> she probably killed me for saying that. <laughs> Neve, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the lovely wishes coming in here from your husband Tom, daughter Kate, and your parents Josephine and Sean, and your sister Ashling. And especially for you. Oh, by the way, I better mention after too. Fiona Gratz is with us, the CEO of Unislim. Do they include beans and what they do? We'll find out anyway today. Anyway, for the lovely Neve Riley on her birthday, it's Mr. Van Morrison. And for you, Neve, brown eyed girl. How dare you? A listener says, how much, Louise, did Heinz pay Jerry to say that? They paid me nothing. Will you will you will you clarify that? I never <laughs> got a bean for it. What are you talking about? Who the hell is that? Homestead Jack beans. And the beans <laughs> Homestead beans are very nice, Jerry. Pity you didn't include them, says a listener. Well look, I had seven of them in there. I can go again. The more varieties, of course. Uh, Tommy in Italy, hello, happy new year to everyone out there. Loves my beans chart. I'm sure he loves his beans too. Jelly beans you forgot. <laughs> I forgot jelly beans. We'll have to do that sometime too. Runner beans from my garden. Yes, says another listener. Nikki Kyle joining us after half two. It's all go in the garden again for the new year. Angela, I can't stand them, says Jerry. Another listener says, my favourite beans are human beans. Mm. <laughs> Patricia, you're too funny. And Anne says, my family only eat Heinz. I ain't surprised, Anne. I ain't surprised. Now, I suppose you're waiting for your riddle on Friday. Well, you'll be waiting, to be honest with you, because it's gone. Uh-uh. But we have a new competition for you every Friday this year with a lovely prize to give to one of you in late lunchland. You see, what I'm going to do every Friday, I'm going to play a, a song that's synonymous with a TV advert or the theme from a TV show. So it's TV adverts or themes each Friday on late lunch. So we begin today with a famous TV advert and I want you to tell me for the prize on late lunch today you love it I promise you tell me what product or what brand or what company is this song associated with 
Yes. What are we talking about there? The company, the product, the brand that we're talking about. It's a famous TV ad. What is it, please? Answers to 086-1800-658. WhatsApp or text me now to the show and we'll pick a winner before the end of late lunch this afternoon. Now, moving on this Friday on late lunch, I well remember the day that Agnes McCourt was sitting opposite me in this studio with her daughter, Fiona Gratzer. And of course, Agnes is the founder of Unislim. Made famous, I have to say, many moons ago in the early 70s when she appeared with Mr Gay Byrne on The Late Late Show. Well, the rest is history. They've grown, grown nationally and internationally. And this year, they're celebrating 50 years in business. And I'm delighted to say hello again to their CEO, Fiona Gratzer. Hello, Fiona. Oh, Jerry, hello. I remember being there with you before. <laughs> <laughs> Fiona, while, while you, I love the pun. Do you have a favourite baked bean? Tell me, please. Well, listen, I did catch your top, uh, your top ten bean <laughs> tantan, and I can't believe my favourite beans weren't in it. Oh. They are, they are bachelors sugar free. Ah. I Did see, you try them? I, I have tried them in the past and they are nice and I should have put the bachelor bean in there at number what? Number three in my chart incorporating probably both the sugar and the sugar free but the sugar free is a very nice bean isn't it? I love it and I yeah. also like honestly I think why would you have to have the sugar in the beans they're quite high in sugar mm. if you have the sugar free version they're <laughs> so much healthier for you and you also they are free in Unicum they're free food so you can eat them you can eat as many of them as you like you don't have to count them or worry about them and we also have this gorgeous free Unicum breakfast like a, like a free fry up if you like yes. totally free beans included eggs toast bacon they're works there you so, go you know you can have a free breakfast and you can still eat healthily at the same time so free uh. healthy Fry up. Good on you. Anyway, you have your you have your business hat on for sure because oh, it's good it's good to point that out as well because you know your business is of course uh, you know uh, helping people with their health in mind, body, and soul. And my God, you're 50 years out of this stage. I want to begin by this. And um, people, I don't know whether you know this, but before Christmas, Weight Watchers pulled away, didn't they, from Ireland? That's right. So they issued a statement um, just before Christmas to say that they were ceasing to operate in Ireland from the 31st of December, um, which was a surprise and a shock. And honestly, I, I, when I initially heard the news, I, I thought somebody was sending me a joke text mm. because it would be unheard of for you know, a huge multinational conglomerate such as Weight Watchers to cease trading in Ireland. But apparently the Irish uh, company was sold to the American company and they're just no longer here. So I think a lot of members from Weight Watchers and coaches as well were left feeling, you know, surprised and in the lurch and and losing their support system as well. Mm. So especially the members, you have to, you know, your heart goes out to people who follow a program for many years and, you know, would have successfully lost weight or had a healthier lifestyle and, and being left without that support system. So it was a shock to everybody, and um, Unislim, which is, we're here, we're Irish, and we, we've been, as, you, as you pointed out, thank you that we're 50 years young this year, celebrating our 50th. Um, you know, we are around, we do have loads of classes for people to attend, or if they want to go online as well, we have an online op- option. But just to let people know that there is a support there, because, yeah. you know, people do rely on that community, they rely on the, the accountability, they rely on, you know, the, the, the relationship with their leaders and the friendships that they formed in classes. So yeah, we are there. We do we do have options, and it's great to see that lots of um, Weight Watcher members are availing of that and coming along. And yes. we've offered them free membership and a, 
even if they want to come and check in for free and get weighed in and just do a check-in and just even listen about the plan, no obligation to join, we're going to offer them that service as well. So, Well done to you, because you did step in. And, and you're sure, when the rug is pulled out from under you, and, and that's really what happened, you, yeah. you, you feel a little lost, but you were quick in there and said, look, we are here and we'd be only too delighted to welcome to you. Motivation, inspiration, results. That sums it up, does it? That's exactly what it is. I mean, you really need the motivation you get from your leader, inspiration from everybody else. And, you know, results are, you know, you have to put, you put, your, you put your energy into it and you have to take action, no doubt about it. It's not going to happen by you reading a book. You have to make healthy lifestyle changes. And my word to anybody who's thinking about embarking on a healthy lifestyle um, for the new year is to take it in slow steps. Don't be doing everything all at once. Don't be trying to, you know, it's not the quickest that wins the race here. It's really just taking, making slow lifestyle, sustainable changes, doing something towards your goal. Don't, you don't have to go to the gym five days a week or, you know, give up all the chocolate or give up. It's all about really mm. just taking up and, you know, look, looking at how you can easily slip healthier lifestyle, healthier lifestyle choices into your day. Like, and I, I love things like, for example, when you get up in the morning, you already have a habit of getting up in the morning. You know, you go to the loo, you whatever, you brush your teeth, whatever. And then, then I would say, have a glass of water or have a hot cup of, you know, water and lemon or even a herbal tea, anything. You just get some nice, you know, fluids in water is so good for you. And so even like just stack a habit against an existing habit that you're feeling that it's really easy and uh, manageable for you to make lifestyle, healthier lifestyle choices rather than, you know, trying to do, you know, completely revolutionize your life and doing way too much too soon. Because a lot of people give up these resolutions because they take on, they bite off too much more than they can chew. So I just think it's really something really just easy and if if you started well done if you haven't don't worry like every day is a good day to start mm. and every meal is a good option you know opportunity to make a healthier choice yeah can i ask you something because here on late launch from we started we had lose weight and feel great uh, for eight weeks at the start of the year before there was ever operation transformation or anything like that we did this here yeah. with local yeah. gyms yeah. Uh, and we, we, we were mightily successful we had listeners we had celebrities and one thing and no disrespect to anybody i noticed and i'd like you to comment on this and i think you alluded to it there slightly you know, the weight was the focus and losing the weight. And by God, people lost tons of weight. But I often felt that beyond when we let them go after the eight weeks, well, you know, the weight came back on. For some, yeah. for some, I would say, for some, it was life-changing. And you know this yeah. yourself. But yeah. are you much better from all your years' experience and what I saw and if I was going at it again, slowly, take it handy. Yeah. Yeah, it's always got to be slow. I mean, you want you want to be aiming towards one to two pounds a week weight loss, yes. healthy weight yes. loss, and sustainable. But it's much more about the lifestyle changes that you're making along the way rather than the weight loss. The weight loss comes as well, and that's wonderful. And we all love to feel, you know, the jeans are a little bit looser, the watch is a little bit looser, whatever it is, you know, the shirt is, you know, you can tie the shirt around your neck, whatever, easier. All those things are amazing, brilliant, brilliant to, to notice that. But when it really comes to your health and well-being, you have to look at the overall picture. Are you sleeping better? Are you, have you got less stress? What else is going on in your life that you need to sort of focus on for your overall health and well-being? Yes, everything sort of works together in tandem. The weight loss comes whenever, you know, you eat healthier. But when you eat healthier, you feel better, you have more energy, you're happier, your, your moods are better, you know, because you're, you're, you're giving your body really good foods, highly nutritious foods, like high sugar foods. And I'm not bashing beans because beans are fine. They, do, they are quite high in sugar. Um, but high sugar foods can cause a spike in your blood sugar levels, insulin levels, and all of the 
rest. So you need to just ensure that you're eating a really balanced, healthy diet, if you like, and you're eating really good foods, really nutritious foods, and that way you're going to be healthier. And that has a knock-on effect on everything because you're going to sleep better. When, you, when you're eating better, you, you're more inclined to exercise. When you exercise, you're more inclined to eat better. Everything sort of works together. But you know, you know, exercising reduces your stress, reduces your cortisol levels. It helps you feel more energized. And, you know, these are all factors work towards you living a healthy life a longer, healthier life. And that is the aim of the game, you know, and that's yeah. what we all want to do, to yeah. be less reliant on assistance as the, yeah. as the years go by. Just on, exactly. uh, just staying with the same thing, you've seen the criticism of Operation Transformation yeah. uh, by uh, BodyWise, the Eating Disorder Association of Ireland, that there's too much emphasis on the weight loss. Yes, I, I, look, I think they're making a fair point. I think it's, 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 um, it's a very interesting topic to have. I think at the moment... You know, health and wellness is so much on everybody's mind, especially, obviously, it's the new year. But I think coming out of a pandemic as well, we've had two years of sort of lockdown and everybody's yearning for change. And I think part of that change is to look at all of your life and everything that is happening in your life. And I think they make a good point in that, you know, you cannot focus too much on one aspect of your health and well-being. It's mm. really important that you look at the overall picture. And I, in fairness to Unislim, you know, we are 50 years around... We've always done that. We've always been very holistic in our in our approach. I remember one of the plans that we did in the 90s was called Mind, Body and Soul. And it's really just, you know, really good looking after everybody's entire life. So, you know, it's, it's not it's not new to us, but I'm really glad that um, Operation Transformation is catching up eventually. That's all I can say. Mm, and, you know, your yeah. community, I've been having a little yeah. route round this morning, of course, before you came on to see, yeah. you know, how much you're loved by the people who've been with you, you years and that uh, cohesion and support and everything. It's, it must, uh, you know, really make you feel good about what your mum started all those years ago. Do you know what, Jerry? Mum was here yesterday uh, with me and my daughter, my daughter is working with me at the moment. She's in her internship from college. So there's three generations of Unislim, uh, if you go. like, in the house. And um, we were doing a photo shoot for one of the newspapers and it was just so lovely to see the passion and the energy and the drive and, the, and just the love that my mum still have and always will have for, for what she founded in 1972. And it's great to see, you know, the next generation coming along and, and the interest again and the passion. It is something that, you know, the women, the leaders like Mary McCardle, Lyndon Dock, for instance, have been with us since, since 1972. It's really genuinely um, a brand and a, and a company with any people we, I want people to feel that they're part of our family and that it is a family run company and that we're there for you in any way we can poss- possibly be to support you along your weight loss journey ro- along your wellness journey in every single way and it's wonderful to read the great com. honestly I've got to say it makes my heart sing and smile mm. to think that you've touched people's lives and helped change them for the better and to have a support system for people. And usually, whoever comes to Unislim in a family, it usually has the most positive knock-on effect on the rest of the family because everything changes. You know, when one person in the family creates change towards a healthier lifestyle, it really does affect everybody else. And it's great to see families being healthier, walking together, getting out and, you know, just getting fitter and being at a healthy weight. It's, it's, it's important for you to live the healthy, healthiest life that you can. Yeah, and happy, absolutely. And a happy life. There's loads of energy. Yeah, oh, there's no doubt about it. Anyway, before you go, if people are, uh, their ears are tuned in today and they say, I'm going to try that and I want to get involved, what's the easiest yeah. way they make contact with you? Well, if you just 
head along to unislim.com. You'll Lovely. see classes there. And then um, we also have Unislim online if there's not a class in your area. And indeed, if anybody would like to run a class, might as well get, get it in there, Jerry. If you know, we are looking for leaders as well in the whole area. So okay. anybody who wants to apply, there's application forms online as well. Oh, so, lovely, lovely. Won't you pass on my regards as usual to your mammy? I will indeed, Jerry. Thank you so much for the chat. Not at happy all. Happy New Year to you. Many Thanks happy returns. Much. Take care bye of yourself. Bye bye, Fiona. That's Fiona Gratza there, CEO of Unislim. All began in the dock all those years ago. And we say hello to Mary McCarroll today, legendary in the organisation as well. Late lunch, LMFM radio. Oh, you know your TV ads, that's for sure. Thank you indeed uh, for uh, all the people, who, to all of you who've uh, been in uh, touch with us about the uh, TV advert theme we played a few moments ago. Twelve ninety five for an egg, a handful of beans and a slice of toast. You're going to better that one, are you, for me? I can't hear Sorry. you. Sorry. <laughs> you know, Friday. Louise, Louise I, I know I'm close to you <laughs> and I know I'm telepathic. but I'm just so used to talking to myself. <laughs> Come on, you're going to better the beans, are you? €159 for a sandwich in New York. It's the world's most expensive sandwich. It's called the Quintessential Grilled Cheese. Yeah. Um, and it sells in uh, Serendipity 3 restaurant in New York. And what it is, is it's served on two pieces of French Pullum champagne bread, Ooh. which is made by, uh, with Dom Perignon champagne and edible gold flakes with white truffle butter and a very rare Padelico cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and it's served with South African lobster uh, tomato bisque as a dipping sauce. How much did you say it was again? Works out at uh, it's a it's two hundred and fourteen US dollars, which works out at almost um, was it a hundred and fifty nine euro? And you know there are people in New York City who will pay that, and it means nothing to them at all. But it's wonder if Nigel has ever tasted it. <laughs> Nigel, have you ever tasted? <laughs> oh, I'd say McKenna's tasted it. All right. Oh, no better man, no better man. He's tasted that sandwich for sure. I must ask him to bring me <laughs> for one the next time I'm over there. <laughs> Nigel. Anyway, uh, happy New Year to you and everyone in the states that listens to us as well. Anyway, we're staying in the states for our comedy today because I'm going to bring a laugh into the show. Oh look, we have a laugh every day on the show with everything that's serious as well but on Fridays now we're bringing back our comedy and I just had to bring this one today because yes, Louise mentioned in New York and the cost of the sandwich but American Focus yesterday, a year on from the riot and the attack on the Capitol and uh, Joe Biden, the President not putting a tooth in it about who is to blame. Anyway, today on Late Lunch, the wonderful George Carlin, he's long gone to his eternal award but you know what he had a caustic eye and he never stood back from having a go at things especially in America where he came from he loved the country to bits but it annoyed him like hell and here is George Carlin poking fun at American culture but I was just thinking to myself he could be talking about Ireland today another complaint too many vehicles there are some families in this country own entirely too many vehicles You see them on the highway in an RV, but that's not enough for them. RV's not enough. Behind them, they're towing a motorboat, go-kart, dune buggy, dirt bike, jet ski, snowmobile, parasail, hang glider, windsurfing equipment, a hot air balloon, and a small two-man deep-sea diving bell. Doesn't anyone just take a f***ing walk anymore? The only thing these people lack is a lunar excursion module. Too many choices, America. It's not healthy. Now, there's one thing you might have noticed I don't complain about. Politicians. 
Everybody complains about politicians. Everybody says they suck. Yeah. Well, where do people think these politicians come from? They don't fall out of the sky. They don't pass through a membrane from another reality. They come from American parents and American families, American homes, American schools, American churches, American businesses, and American universities, and they're elected by American citizens. This is the best we can do, folks. This is what we have to offer. It's what our system produces. Garbage in, garbage out. If you have selfish, ignorant citizens, if you have selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. And term limits ain't going to be any good. You're just going to wind up with a brand new bunch of selfish, ignorant Americans. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's not the politicians who suck. Maybe something else sucks around here. Like the public. Yeah, the public sucks. There's a nice campaign slogan for somebody. The public sucks. Because if it's really just the fault of these politicians, then where are all the other bright people of conscience? Where are all the bright, honest, intelligent Americans ready to step in and save the nation and lead the way? We don't have people like that in this country. Everybody's at the mall. Scratching his ass, picking his nose, taking his credit card out of his fanny pack and buying a pair of sneakers with lights in them. So I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. I don't vote. Two reasons. Two reasons I don't vote. First of all, it's meaningless. This country was bought and sold and paid for a long time ago. The shit they shuffle around every four years... <laughs> doesn't mean a thing. And secondly, I don't vote because I believe if you vote, you have no right to complain. People like to twist that around, I know. They say, they say, well, if you don't vote, you have no right to complain. But where's the logic in that? If you vote and you elect dishonest, incompetent people and they get into office and screw everything up, well, you are responsible for what they have done. You caused the problem. You voted them in. You have no right to complain. I... On the other hand, who did not vote, who did not vote, who, in fact, did not even leave the House on Election Day, am in no way responsible for what these people have done and have every right to complain as loud as I want about the mess you created that I had nothing to do with. So I know that a little later on this year, you're going to have another one of those really swell presidential elections that you like so much. You'll enjoy yourselves. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm sure as soon as the election is over, your country will improve immediately. Thank you very much. Ah, simply brilliant. Simply brilliant, George Carlin. He passed away in 2008. What would he have made of the last 12, 13 years? By God, what a talent he was. He really was. Yes, George Carlin, we remember him today. And he's still on the money all these years later. Well, the gardening year has begun. It really has. You mightn't think it with the weather outside and the temperatures, but this is a very important month for preparations and setting yourself up for some lovely early crops. And I'm delighted for 2022. She's been with us a long, long time and she is simply brilliant. She is the queen of organic gardening and we're delighted to have her as our main contributor on gardening on Late Lunch for years now. Nikki Kyle, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Jerry, and to everyone else listening as well, and a healthy one too. Yes, of course, and that's what we all really, really hope for. I'm right to say, aren't I, it's only the 7th of January, but you need to be on the ball, don't you, with this already? Well, 
you know, you you do. But, I mean, w- one of the first things I want to say is the days are getting so much brighter already. And one of the most positive things about gardening, unlike many other areas of life, is that every new year we get to make a fresh start. And that gives us so much to look forward to. Um, yeah, there is a lot to do. But, um, you know, to think about, you know, to sort of making a cropping plan mm. and uh, working out, you know, what seeds you'll need. And, and please don't throw out seeds, um, as I heard uh, uh, several people saying recently because Monty Dunn let's call a spade a spade no, no, Monty no, I, I, Dunn other people say it too you know not just him but yes. um, you, you know uh, a lot of seeds will last many years longer than most people think if it's stored properly in a very dry very cool room not your fridge and not your freezer but you know wrap it up in, in paper kitchen towel and store it in a very cool dry room and I've kept seed for a very long time that way uh, and luckily I've actually saved some seed varieties by doing so because um and particularly i've got a variety of beetroot called uh, mcgregor's favorite which now it appears i'm the only person in the world that, that still has it oh my oh my that is a claim to fame for sure but look i store mine i have a little metal container in the yeah. cool of my garage and i have my seeds in there and it's sealed and it's dry that's the main thing yes oh bone dry so it is but yeah. look you're right i know monty and, and others have said it as well about you know getting rid of seeds after a, a short space of time but if you do store them properly and reseal the little packets or put them into the tissue as you said and into into containers like that they will keep years won't they oh, they keep for absolutely years and the thing is you know obviously seed companies want to sell lots of seeds <laughs> so they tell you to sow all the seeds in yes. the ground and if you do that Probably the slugs will eat them, and definitely the weather will get them. Um, but, you know, if you sow into modules of organic peat-free seed compost, as I keep saying, you will use probably a tenth of the seed that you actually need at that particular time. It'll last you for years, uh, and you'll have bigger, stronger plants to plant out when you come to actually, you know, when they're big enough to plant out. And it's so much better way of, of gardening, because you can guarantee you're going to get crops, unlike sowing something in the cold ground, waiting for three weeks and thinking, well, it never came up, it was bad seed, but very often the slugs ate it. Mm, absolutely. Good tip there. Now, I have my early potatoes chitting already. You commented I did put a photo up myself and Ava uh, put our early potatoes into our egg containers in December, coming to Christmas time. And Nikki, I'll tell you, I did this on a whim. I was in Marks and Spencer and I yeah. saw a potato called Jazzy. And I, oh. I just, I'd like the look of them. They were salad. I got two packets of them, not to use for Christmas with this in mind. And when I got home, I Googled it then and I saw they're a second early. They're yeah. a very good flavour potato. And would you believe, Nikki, we put them into the little egg boxes, I think yeah. just the week before Christmas. You'd want to see the sprouts in them already. Oh, it's amazing. Well, you see, that they will have been saved from last spring or summer. Okay. So they're raring to go right now. But basically, any variety of potato, you can do what I call my extra early potatoes with. But obviously, you'll get a crop earlier from first or second early varieties. But any potato will grow. Uh, I want to stress that. Um, and you don't need to put them in egg boxes. You don't need to put them in anything special. Just throw them into an old paper bag or, or a box or something. Stick them in the dark. That's the best way to get them to sprout soon and keep them in the house. Mm. Um, because that way they'll sprout even sooner because they'll think, oh, it's spring, you know. But the thing is, they won't be above the ground or above the, the, the compost, um, you know, in, in the pots uh, for about three weeks. Yeah. Um, by which time the weather will be getting a little bit warmer, we hope. 
um, it, it certainly will be a lot brighter. Um, and then all you have to do is put them out into the light so they get plenty of light, sit them on something solid so they don't root into the ground. I put them on my propagating bench, uh, and then they can stay in those pots quite happily for, for another six weeks or so until you plant them out in your greenhouse tunnel or, or even in a container outside that was somewhere sheltered. Uh, and you'll get an early crop probably for Easter doing that. Okay, so there's the sprouting stage into this pot and then on into the yeah. final place, yeah. and that leaves you very early. And you know, I have to thank you for that because I was one for putting these in a window, you know what I mean? But not anymore. I have them in, in a room under a table that's quite shaded and they're flying along sprouting, so they are. Yeah, really well, are. that's because they, they sprout naturally on yeah. the ground. Mm. They don't sprout out in the <laughs> yes, light. Yes, true. You know, so you, it's basically just doing what nature does, you mm, know. Mm. Uh, um, but, I mean, it's really well worth doing because it's such a treat. It gives you such a boost to it have does. new potatoes at Easter. Oh, Nikki, there's nothing like it. It's just and to take them and, oh, listen, we'll get to that point when we're talking to you down the road. Now, talk to me about a few varieties of vegetable seeds. That Can, can you sow anything now or, or is it too early or, or is there anything to go in? Oh, well, it depends, you know, what you want to grow. Uh, I'm actually, for the first time this year, I'm sowing celery seed very early because I'm addicted to celery. I love it all year round. And I'm going to just do an experiment to see how early I can get it in the polytunnel by sowing it now. But it's very important that it mustn't go below a certain temperature um, once it's actually germinated. It needs fairly cool um, conditions to germinate. It doesn't like to be too warm and it likes light. But after that, once it's up, you know, it doesn't like to, to get too cold otherwise it thinks it's winter again and it will sort of give it a shock and it'll make it bolt and, and run up to flower but otherwise I'm hoping that, that it will work and it's worth a try I'm trying three different varieties um, but Jerry what I really want to know is what are your New Year's resolutions for gardening and cooking <laughs> and eating you're avoiding that aren't you no I'm not and I, I, I'm actually going to deliver on a resolution I spoke to you at this before I'm getting a new toy and this was a resolution I have for a while I think I told you um, I have a 12 by 8 greenhouse yeah. Uh, but I'm getting another addition to grow undercover, hopefully next week. I'm getting a polycarbonate tunnel. Oh, how exciting. That's wonderful. I That's am. A and canvas to start on again. Yes. So this is my this was my resolution last year. And, I, you know, I, I've been talking about it a bit, but I took the bull by the horns and it's on order and I hope I'm hoping it'll be installed next week. So that's going to open up wanted a new vista for me with the greenhouse. Oh, that's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, you know, the, the great thing is about um, those is that they're sheltered from the wind uh, and that hopefully yeah. won't break as easily as a glass house. Yeah. I can't have a glass house here anymore because I lost three and then I decided to go into polytunnel. Yes. Um, because it's so windy up here. Um, but they are terrific and anything that gives you that little bit of shelter because that's the main thing for plants it's the wind and you know they hate uh, and shelter is wonderful for them it's not necessarily heat you don't need things warm it's shelter that plants yes so that's you 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 you've you've outed me here that was my big resolution for the year and i'm looking forward to actually you know uh, doing more gardening as you say in protection i'll have a little bit outside not so much but you yeah. know you know, i know to tell you this between the greenhouse and this for uh, our house it'll produce an amount of lovely organic food I've I found generally grow about three times as fast. Yes. Or you'll get three times the crop out of the same space by growing things with that extra bit of shelter. Mm. Um, now, what's your um, cooking resolution, Jerry, or healthy eating? <laughs> eating more greens. Good. And I'm going to use this new structure as well to grow more and grow them quickly as well. I'm, I haven't been eating enough of my greens. I'll be absolutely honest with you. And you, you just think this is so important. I, it's 
terribly important for gut health because there's an awful lot of science now showing that really, you know, you need that extra um, bit of sort of green leaves, raw green leaves, uh, you know, and your gut microbes absolutely love them. It makes them grow like mad. Uh, and it's very sort of um, alkaline too. It, it stops so much acidity. If you have problems with acidity, particularly uh, after eating a lot of rich Christmas food, mm. you'll find it's fantastic. And the other thing I, I will tell listeners, and this is thanks to Nikki Kyles, which she gifted me over the holiday season. I am making my own kefir and I, I've sent brilliant. you the pictures and I'm taking it regular. And again, this is another thing you love. Well, I've been using it for over 40 years now. And I mean, you know, 40 years or even up to 10 years ago, I couldn't give it away to anybody. They said, don't like that. Look at that stuff. It looks disgusting. Now it's the latest fashionable thing. Uh, and everyone's beating a path to my door. I've given away masses of kefir grains over the last few weeks. Um, but it's fantastic. You know, I brought my children up on it. As you know, my daughter was very allergic to milk. Um, but, you know, anyone who's allergic to milk generally isn't allergic to, to milk kefir or kefir, as some people call it. Mm. Um, um, uh, because, you know, the lactic um, uh, bacteria in, in the kefir actually eat the sugar, uh, the lactose, in milk, um, and that is what causes the allergy problem. So, you know, generally people don't have a problem with kefir. Mm. Uh, it's just brilliant stuff, and honestly, I honestly don't think I'd be alive without it now, quite uh, frankly. Oh, well, I, it, it's taken me for, it, you, through so many illnesses yes. and various things, and, you know... Breaking bones and other things, which which healed amazingly quickly. Um, so it, it is brilliant stuff, but it's so fantastic to look after your gut. Yes, and and that's another of my resolutions. I'm on uh, the manufacturing <laughs> on the plant line now with this, and brilliant. I'm and I'm giving it going, and I really am taking it now. Come back, come back to the sowing and the seeds. Right, the early spuds, get them chitted, get them sprouting at the minute. What about broad beans, early yep. onions, things like that? Uh, broad beans, uh, definitely you can start off now, or early peas, any of those sort of bigger seeds. I would recommend sprouting them in the house first, yep. uh, you know, on a, on a, play, a plate or something or a tray um, with uh, damp kitchen, uh, paper kitchen towel, um, you know, and then put them into compost. And um, actually, for, particularly for beans and, and peas, they don't like a nitrogen-rich compost. Mm. Uh, they germinate much better, uh, I've found, if you put them in old um, peat-free compost, which has been used before mm. uh, for, for something else. I find that really works really well, and also it recycles the compost, so we're not wasting it or just putting it on the compost heap. I always recycle it for other things, uh, and they actually love that. They germinate much better in that. Well, I want to mention a couple of your stalwarts again, just to re-emphasise these with listeners. Would you believe I am still picking green magic broccoli sprouts wow. outdoors? I'm still picking it. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm amazed the wet hasn't got it. But yeah. your garden would be much more sheltered than mine. Yes. I mean, we had minus seven here last night. Mm, yeah, I we have the shelter. There's no doubt about that. Yep. But it's a magnificent, I'm just saying, uh, a, a broccoli, uh, whatever you like to call it, it just, when you take the central heart out, it just keeps coming. Uh, it's fantastic, isn't it? It really does. It's a brilliant variety. The only sad thing is it's an F1 variety, so you can't save seed from it. Yes. Um, but, you know, uh, it, it's well worth growing, though, because of the crop that it gives. And cobra, folks, cobra, cobra, the climbing bean. Oh my God, Nikki! Oh, it's <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? And it's... It, we've actually only just finished the last of ours in the you? freezer. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, it is a fantastic variety, and it freezes incredibly well with very little work. You just sort of chop the beans up, bung them in the freezer, freeze them as fast as you can, and there you are.
Uh, what about uh, y- you had success? Did you did you maintain a favourite tomato? I'm going to cry now when I think about it. Oh, Rosada. Yeah. Oh, I died. Jerry, I hardly dare say it. I'm holding my breath. I hope it can't hear me. It's on the hall windowsill, rooting in water. And I've got two small plants Mm. from my last rooted crop of last year. I'm just hoping they they will survive after the last few cold nights. Yes. Um, I literally, I got a new propagator a a couple of days ago from Johnstown uh, um, Garden Centre, which was sent incredibly quickly. Uh, So I'm very excited about getting that going in the next couple of days. And then I'm going to put them out, actually in the light, with that bottom warmth because tomatoes need to be about 50 degrees or Fahrenheit or 10 degrees centigrade at the roots to mm. keep going and I'm really praying that it'll keep going because it's such a brilliant tomato Ah oh, it is, it is and I'm sure you'll be looking across the varieties yourself and you'll tell us about those in due course when you can yeah, make a couple of recommendations too early, yes. It's too early for that yet it certainly is but the message is the year has begun there's plenty of planning to be done check out the old yep. seeds order the new and let's get into that garden And don't throw out seeds. No, that's the main message today. <laughs> really, really genuinely don't. Yeah. Uh, and if you're sowing seeds, sow the older ones first. Don't sow too many uh, and just keep them going, you know. Mm. Just just keep a continuous sort of, um, you know, circle of, of, of seeds coming on. And what are some varieties of seeds this year that aren't F1s that you could save seed from yourself because you'll save yourself an absolute fortune. You will. Little and often is the message. Well, look at Happy Gardening. Delighted to have you with us at the start of the new year plenty to ponder there and enjoy and we will talk to you as the light increases at the start of the month of february thank you nikki it's my pleasure take care of yourself bye bye that's the wonderful nikki kyle there nikki kyle check out that woman's blog she has that much stuff going back and she's so interesting and the varieties but i say to you again green magic broccoli Cobra, the climbing bean, they are just sensational. They really are. And get your spuds chitting. Come on, get a few spuds chitting there. Join with us and see how we go with the planting this new gardening year. You're with Late Lunch on LMFM Radio. Brownie's been on to say, do you ever remember Matterson's beans, Jerry? I, I vaguely do. They were a bean variety many moons ago. Matterson's beans, an old variety of beans. I don't think you can get them anymore, but uh, Bridie liked them and remembers them. Thanks indeed for that this afternoon. I want to mention somebody who passed away uh, in uh, recent in, in recent hours, actually. Uh, Patsy McCardle. Patsy McCardle, the legendary journalist from Castle Blaney in Monaghan. He was a huge contributor to LMFM through the 90s, before that, I'm sure, and, and but especially around the 90s time, and people remember him, he had a real distinctive voice, a deep Monaghan voice. Well, Patsy has passed on to his eternal reward, and he was a, um, a contributor here extensively to LMFM Radio and national media and national newspapers besides. And there's been a lot of lovely words said about him today and tributes paid to him all over the place at national and local level and in his hometown. I can still hear his voice myself. I never worked with him, but I did come across Patsy in another life when I worked for Telecom Erin. And I remember visiting his home when answering machines came in. Would you believe it? Oh, you must think I'm a, I'm a fossil at this stage. But answering machines came in and Patsy was trying to get rigged up with the answering machines for the work on that as well. This was just sensational to have these. And we sorted them out and he was a very nice man. I met him back then. But his voice, I can still hear that deep voice, that drawl of Patsy's on the airwaves and I'm sure many people would remember him. Uh, He was on the ball with stories, always a keen eye as well and regarded 
as one of a kind in journalism. And we remember him today here on LMFM Radio for his time with us here and all he brought to the airwaves here. And may he rest in peace and sympathy to his family and friends. He'll always be remembered. Patsy McArdle, who passed away in recent hours. We think of him on late lunch this afternoon. Still to come on the show today, I did mention David Sheen's with us on the sport and soundtracks from movies and musicals is West Side Story all coming up on the show after three. And we'll bring you the answer to our first TV advert uh, programme quiz on late lunch this Friday afternoon. Loads and loads of correct answers, I have to say. Uh, Kit Kat is not the correct answer. Sorry if you answered Kit Kat. It's not Kit Kat. It's not Kellogg's either. <laughs> the flakes or the Rice Krispies. It's not the Kellogg's ad. No, sorry about that. You'll be disappointed, I honestly. And it's not Maynard's wine gums. Uh, there's a moose loose about the hoose. Wasn't that the Maynard's one? It's not that, I have to say, either. But we'll tell you what it is in a few moments. Time to reveal the TV ad conundrum yes we played this one for you a little bit earlier on and asked you what company brand or whatever was this song synonymous with and it's a very famous one indeed let's hear it again louise Somebody says to you, said, kill for one at the minute, Jerry. <laughs> I would myself, to be honest with you. Yes, that is the dancing man ad. And of course it was him filling a pint of Guinness. <gasps> oh, my God, when you think of it. Come on, Louise, lift it there again. Like, just imagine. Oh, oh, me taste buds. I'm just thinking of it here. Do you remember it, Louise? Do you remember this ad? It's a while back now, I have to say. We're going back when? 90s, probably. Maybe even before. No, yeah, absolutely. I remember it. Do you remember? Massive. It was, wasn't it huge? The, the it song was, was number one or something, wasn't it? Or something? It, it, it did a lot for it, all right. Yeah. But I have to mention one man that I worked with many moons ago. And we were at a party or a bash one night in Telecom Air and Aircom or whatever it was Tony Dillon and I want to say hello to Tony today he's hardly listening to me but uh, what a character and one night he was he had the look of the dancing man you know what I mean mm. and he did it as a party piece and you know something brilliant oh he was brilliant he could have stood into your man's shoes on the television to be honest with you but I'll always remember it yes the so Guinness there's very few people out there who didn't try it <laughs> <laughs> to do the dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At some stage. Well, Tony Dillon had it to a T, I had to say. Anyway, lots of Guinness answers into us today. Brian Carraher, well done to you. You are the winner of our Friday competition. And we're going to continue this every Friday. A theme from an advert or a TV show for you. And you can have a go at it. Anyway, Brian, we'll be in touch. We have a nice little prize to send out to you. And we look after that one early next week. Thank you to everybody who joined in the fun and took part. We really do appreciate it. Now, movies and musical soundtracks on late lunch this year. We begin, of course, this year. Excuse me, stomach is rumbling. It must be a bit with the. I was wondering what that noise was. That's my stomach. That is my stomach actually rumbling, Louise. Were you eating beans? No, I was thinking about the pint of Guinness. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd say. Fierce like Rumble. Oh, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it? I just said to myself, there, what is going on in there? But as I said the other day, we have an early lunch being on late lunch. I always, I had the soup and a sambo around about coming up to midday today. But I'm hungry. I'm obviously hungry. I really am. Anyway, I get, I, I'm sidetracked here now with me old stomach. Stop. Stop that now. Here we go. West Side Story is our featured uh, soundtrack for movies and musicals. And a little quirky thing to finish off the week. Anita, in the original 1961 movie, was played by Rita Moreno. And she's 90 years young this year. She's 90 this year and you want to see her. And, you know, she was invited by Steven Spielberg to join the cast of the 2021 remake of the movie. 60 years on from the original. And she was reluctant. I know this. She was a bit reluctant to do it because... Oh, she says, you don't really want me. But she didn't take much persuading because she's played the part of Valentina, Puerto Rican widow of Doc in the remake. Isn't that just interesting? She was in the 61 movie and she's in the 2021 movie as well. And Rita won an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress back in 61. And she's fine in fine fettle. In fact, I saw her on with Jimmy from New York uh, on his show, uh, the late night show there on uh, TV before Christmas. And she looks a million dollars. Anyway, she's 90. And this is her now singing the song that she made hers all those years ago. There's a place for us Somewhere a place for us Beautiful. Rita Moreno, the original Anita in uh, the 1961 movie uh, West Side Story. Isn't she just lovely? Still, her voice is beautiful. Anyway, that concludes our West Side Story feature and late lunch this week. I think we'll move to a movie next week and bring you something a little bit different. Yes, we're back with sport on late lunch for the new year and our man David Sheehan, presenter of Sunday Sport and reporter all round the grounds of the North East and beyond, joins me once again this year. David, welcome back to the show and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jerry. Great to have you with us. Well, sport is away again. We thought we'd have both Louth and Meath games to look ahead to in the O'Born Cup. Sadly, Wicklow Meath is off for COVID reasons, but Louth's game is on. They're away to Longford. This one has been chopping and changing as regards venues. Yeah, it's now on in, in Clan Bonnie um, in, in Longford. I can't say I've ever heard of it. I can't say I've, I've ever been to it. So uh, it's, a, it's a very kind of funny time of the year for matches. The O'Byrne Cup at the best of times is a, is it's a competition where managers are going to be experimenting. Loud are missing quite a few players through injury. Samuel Roy being one. Then they've you know lost the likes of Decky Byrne and Andy McDonald who've stepped away. Craig Lynch was announced earlier this week that he's gone as well. So maybe one thing to watch from Loud's point of view here is who will step in between the posts to replace Craig Lynch in the longer term. Niall Carey from Hunterstown could be in line to make his debut. Mark McEnany is in there as well from the Pats. He's played for Loud before, of course. So maybe that's one little tidbit to watch. But it's very hard to take a whole lot from these games um, at this stage of the year, Jerry. You know yourself, lads have various amounts of training done. Managers are trying to are trying to pick and choose new players and slot them in. The conditions could be difficult tomorrow, as we said. It's snowing up here in Dublin at the moment. I think it's similar down your way. So 
all those things put together make it very difficult to really take a whole lot from, from this. But maybe the goalkeeper situation from Louth will be one thing to watch out for tomorrow. Yeah, the first tryout of the new year and away they go. More important uh, times for sure lie ahead. Mickey Hart in his second season in charge of Louth after a successful debut season last time round. Let's move to soccer and with no League of Ireland until February, we're talking again across the water. But this weekend, I always love this weekend, David, the third round of the FA Cup, the giant killing round when the big guys join all the clubs who've come through many rounds beforehand and you've selected a few very interesting games for us. First up, Newcastle against Cambridge, a potential banana skin. Yeah, Newcastle obviously have their, their troubles in the Premier League at the moment. Uh, Kieran Trippier, you may have seen, was announced as a signing late last night, first thing this morning from Atletico Madrid. So the first of possibly a few big names to join. Yeah, Kieran Trippier could feature. Eddie Howe said this morning in his press conference that he's you know in line to maybe get into the squad. They're waiting on, on, on clearance for that. So we wait and see whether he could come in. Uh, obviously, he'd be a bit of a booster to the defence and from an attacking point of view as well. Cambridge 16th in League One, Wes Hoolan still applying his trade there, still going strong with them. You'd have to fancy Newcastle, really, but I mean, you know, the reason that these games are upsets is because the team that we don't expect to win pulls it off. So, you know, Newcastle not going too well, but again, Eddie Howe this morning said that they'll be targeting a cup run. You'd, you'd fancy Newcastle to win that one, they should, but, you know, if you had to pick out one game, there's a few other, more that we touch on, but, you know, that could be one that could be a potential shock, or maybe Cambridge can take them back for a replay and, and get a shock there, but we'll keep an eye on that one. Well, will you reassure yourself, myself and all Gooners fans listening that what happened at the city ground in Nottingham won't happen again this time round? I still shudder when I think of 2018. Yeah, well, that was uh, yeah, a 4-2 defeat in the third round there. Yeah, Arsenal were a bit of a shambles at that point in time. Um, yeah, Forest have had a bit of a revival under Steve Cooper. They're ninth at the moment in the Championship, but they're pushing for those playoff places. They obviously had a really bad start to the season under Chris Hewton. They've they've picked up their form a lot since then. Uh, as you said, 4-2 in that game in 2018. Uh, they've had that revival under the new manager, Forrest. It all depends, I suppose, again, on, on Jerry and what sort of a team Arsenal are going to put out. You know, uh, They're obviously fourth in the Premier League at the minute. They've been on a good run of late with the game against City aside last weekend, even though they put in a good performance. So, you know, there's going to be a bit of a mix and match for Mikel Arteta. Uh, that's certainly a banana skin, and you wouldn't you wouldn't back against Arsenal losing that one. We've seen it so many times over the years. So, yeah, it could be a tricky one for Arsenal. I'm going to give them a, a hesitant nod to squeak through there at the city ground. I'll have my uh, eyes covered as I watch that one. Anyway, moving on to Hull. Uh, Hull, formerly of the Premier League in relatively recent times, how the stock has fallen. But I see, and I just notice in the in the background, they seem to be on a revival as well, down the, uh, the tiers, of course. Everton visit Hull tomorrow, and by God, Everton could be clipped there. Well, this is the thing, and the interesting thing about this, game is that it's the live televised game on BBC tomorrow evening. Now BBC obviously will always pick if there's not a game between two top ranking sides, they, they may look to, to go to the game where there could be an upset and this is certainly one that has upset written all over it. Hull 19th in the Championship, they've had their ups and downs in the last few seasons. Everton 15th in the Premier League, Rafa Benitez under a lot of pressure there so I think if you were to put your money on an upset in any of the games as much as an upset between you know a mid-ranking Premier League team and a, and a bottom-ranking championship team will be considered. A, it wouldn't be maybe a massive upset in the grander scheme, but um, I think this is one that certainly if you were going to have a cheeky little tipple on a, on a cup upset, this could be the one that maybe would pay off for you because I think Everton are in real trouble at the minute. Again, they'll probably target a cup run, but uh, this could be a, a tricky one for them. 
We'll sign off today on an all-Premier League note. Manchester United, again hot and cold, playing Aston Villa at Old Trafford. Uh, two big guns clashing here. United will be looking for a cup run too. So will Villa. Yeah, absolutely. And we see this morning that Philippe Coutinho is uh, looking like he's going to join Villa on loan. Um, now, whether he'll be available for that game on Monday night uh, probably remains to be seen. It would be unlikely, you would imagine. But, yeah, United, five years without a trophy, Jerry, And it's the longest drought they've had since 1983, which uh, they won the Cup that year and they hadn't won a trophy since 1977. So they're on a bit of a run without any success. Um, they've got the new manager in, Ralph Rangnick. Everybody was very hopeful when he came in that he was going to turn things around. It hasn't turned out that way so far they've been very mediocre even since he's come in so yeah it's you know it's an attractive tie in terms of two Premier League teams and both of them as you said neither one of them obviously has any chance of winning the well Manchester United fans might argue with this but neither one of them really has any chance of winning the Premier League this season um, United's target would be getting into the top four but yeah cup run would certainly be very welcome and Aston Villa with Stephen Gerrard they're doing well they'll be definitely citing a cup run as well because you know Villa wouldn't have had a huge amount of silverware down through the years either so good cup run and maybe you know run to a semi-final or a final for Villa and Stephen Gerrard will be very welcome so two sides that could certainly do Manchester United in particular that could do with a good run something to lift the mood around the place so yeah you'd, you'd fancy Manchester United to just about sneak through in that one but, but Villa are going to be a tough prospect for them and Villa will be fancying their chances I just give United a, a very faint nod to go through there Great stuff David thanks so much indeed for joining us again at the start of the new year as I said I love this weekend FA Cup third round talk to you next Friday Take it easy, Jerry. David Sheehan there looking ahead to the big soccer matches and Loud's GAA clash in the O'Bourne Cup. Sad news, another great leaving us today. 94 years of age, Sidney Potier, the wonderful actor, has passed away. That news just breaking as we leave you today on Late Lunch. Magella's been in touch. Happy New Year, Magella. Hope all is well. Oh, I think you're trying to uh, lull me to sleep with that one, Jerry. Yes, uh, the West Side Story song. Uh, but at least it'll be February when I wake up. Oh, Magella, don't be like that. Have an old rest and get up tomorrow and do your best. Anyway, that's a lot on late lunch for this week. Big thank you to all our guests who joined us through the week. We really do appreciate it. To you, our listeners who are with us every day. It's great to have your company. And to my producer, Louise Walsh, couldn't do it without her. Thanks a million, Louise. Eddie Caffrey's coming next with The Drive. And it's a big day on The Drive because it's Eddie's birthday. Do wish him all the best, won't you? Happy birthday, Eddie. He's a great show lined up for you. And he's with you here on LMFM Radio for the next few hours. We'll be back on Monday with the second week of the new year. Your late lunch and we've uh, lots pegged in there for you already and looking forward to it. Have a nice weekend. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy the days off and come back Monday 1.30 to join us here on LMFM Radio. We'll see you then. The Late Lunch with Blackstone Motors, Drada and Dogan Cabin. Order your new Dacia Duster or the all-new Dacia Sendero and Stepway. Guaranteed delivery and low-rate APR finance. Visit BlackstoneMotors.ie. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.